Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. This is Lisa Colon-Delay. And today, before I introduce the new podcast, I'm going to let you know why I haven't been around for several weeks. As some of you know who have been listening to the podcast for a long time, I have often said, I've been doing this podcast every week for X amount of years, and it's been about eight years. And then all of a sudden, I go and disappear on you for several weeks. And this is the answer to some of those burning questions I know you've had. You've been on the edge of your seat. Essentially, what happened to me was around May 2nd or May 3rd, 2023, I woke up with a really severe pain in my neck. And I'm not exactly sure what happened. I don't know if it's just that I slept wrong or I went kayaking and then slept wrong. But increasingly over the next two weeks, the pain in my neck and then the nerve pain radiating into my arm and into my fingers got increasingly worse. And I'm a person who avoids the hospital, but I asked to be taken to the ER. They gave me some shots for pain. And then I was scheduled to see a spinal specialist and a pain specialist. And I was given an x-ray, which came back that I had some compression in about three of my neck vertebrae. And I was told to get an MRI to see what else is wrong, I would first have to go through six weeks of physical therapy. And I was put on different medications. And I've been languishing, struggling to do work at the computer. So I felt like it was just too much for me to put out the typical weekly podcast, even though I had some in the hopper ready to go. In addition to that, I also took a quick trip to Puerto Rico with my brother to help him with some of the things that might be starting down there that two of us will be beginning and um, to help him get reacquainted on the island again, as well as work with a friend of mine to get a place set up in Rio Grande, which is near the Junque rainforest. Suffice it to say, there were a lot of ups and downs there. We got to go to the beach. We got to do some fun things. We did some shopping. We got the little apartment ready. But I also destroyed two phones in the process with a wet bag that was supposed to be a dry bag. And I drowned my friend's phone and my phone in the ocean, which is really debilitating if you're ever on a trip and then suddenly your phone is dead and you need a new one. So I replaced my friend's phone and then I just went without a phone for the rest of the trip. Straight after I came back from Puerto Rico, I needed to go out again to Columbus, Ohio. I was invited to speak at Sanctuary Church there, and I have my sermon that I spoke there up and available on the media page at sparkmymuse.com. You can get a direct link there from the Substack page or by going to sparkmymuse.com and hearing about that. I spoke about the four soils, the parable Jesus speaks about, and about my book, The Wild Land Within. The Sanctuary Church has been generous enough to pick my book as a summer reading selection, and they will also be doing sermons based on some of the chapters in the book. It was wonderful to meet Pastor Micah, as well as the staff and congregation there. I had a lovely time, but it was right on the heels of the Puerto Rico trip, and I've still been in pain the whole time. Hopefully, I will be seen by the doctor sooner, and we can maybe get, and I hope to get, treatments on my neck 
that will do more than just the physical therapy, which hasn't been helping really at all. So I thank you for your thoughts and prayers for me at this time, just kind of languishing here a little bit. But I wanted to put something together to let you know what's been happening with me as summer continues. I wanted to put out another episode. You can feel free to contact me on Twitter, on Instagram, and through the website Spark My Muse. Until the next time, I wish you blessing and peace. Welcome to Spark My Muse, everyone. This is Lisa Colon-Delay, your host. Today is Soul School Lesson 269, Prayer and Suffering. I'm going back again to Soul Care in the African-American Practice by Dr. Barbara L. Peacock. And I'm going to Chapter 10 to read to you about someone that you've probably heard on the podcast quite a bit, Dr. Howard Thurman, just one of my favorite spiritual mentors to glean from to emulate. And I want to bring this to you now. Dr. Peacock highlights 10 different people in this book. Fantastic book. I highly recommend it. And I wanted to read to you this section about Dr. Howard Thurman. She writes, Dr. Howard Thurman is considered one of the most influential African-American spiritual leaders. His commitment to meditative and contemplative disciplines was apparent in his writings, his teachings, and his lifestyle. His life of dedication to God was so evident that he was considered a mystic by some. The ancient Greek word for mystic means to conceal. The life of the mystic is hidden in Christ. Such a life involves the pursuit of a righteous lifestyle with the objective of pleasing God alone. Dr. Thurman saw mysticism as a spiritual experience in which an individual is deliberate in their pursuit of the holy. He describes mysticism as a form of religious experience where the awareness of a, quote, conscious and direct exposure to God is intense. Dr. Thurman does not consider mysticism as a superior religious encounter, only different. His insurmountable legacy is without question one of the most profound within the spiritual history of the African-American community, notably as a man of prayer. He described prayer as the method by which the individual makes his way to the temple of quiet within his own spirit and the activity of his spirit within its walls. Prayer is not only the participation in communion with God in the encounter of religious experience, but it is also the readying of the spirit for such connection. It is the total process of quieting down and to that extent must not be separated from meditation. Perhaps as important as prayer itself is the readying of the spirit for the experience. Dr. Thurman acknowledged prayer as a sacred time that envelops the quietness of the spirit in the temple of God, the body of the believer. I am thoroughly blessed as I think about how he emphasized the importance of the readiness of an individual when approaching holy God in prayer. In other words, we may seek to communicate with God, but the effectiveness of this holy time is contingent upon the readiness of our soul. We can strive to bulldoze ourselves into the presence of God. However, this is not an effective posture when approaching his sacred spirit. 
when seeking to arrive at the holy destination of God's presence, we must position our mind, body, and spirit in a way that creates soul space to commune with God. Jesus told us that he stands at the door and knocks, and that whoever opens the door will have an opportunity to eat with him. Spiritually dining with the Lord is the ultimate relational feast. He is the supper preparer who says, come. In our overly busy society, it takes great intentionality to come aside from the cares of the world, to be with the maker of our very being, body, soul, and spirit. There is something clamoring. There is always something clamoring for our attention. Thus, we must prayerfully fight against overcommitment in order to find sacred time to be with our maker. In addition to the topic of prayer, Dr. Thurman also spoke of the plight of suffering. As an African-American man who lived through the civil rights movement, he was vividly aware of the oppression and persecution that resulted from blatant racism and the injustices it perpetrated. As he pondered the idea of a world without suffering, he wrote, What would life be like if there were no suffering, no pain? The startling discovery is made that if there were no suffering, there would be no freedom. Men could make no mistakes, consciously or unconsciously. The race could make no mistakes. There would be no error. There would be no possibility of any choice at that point or in any sense whatsoever. Freedom, therefore, cannot be separated from suffering. This, then, may be one of the ways in which suffering pays for its ride. From the inception of time, the need of people of color has been freedom. Since the transatlantic Middle Passage journey, Africana people have been aspiring to freedom in one form or another. The prayers of those who have gone before us provide empowerment, regardless of the oppression of a society that still practices and spews injustices. There has not been some breakthrough, for truly there has, but the struggle for freedom continues, with injustices too many to name. Dr. Thurman understood the plight of people of color. He committed his life to addressing the demeaning inequalities and offered wisdom and insight on how to pray through life's challenging circumstances. He also knew that the best way to deal with oppressive injustices mentally is to seek the face of holy God consistently. The one who, in his omniscient character, understands the relational challenges between suffering and freedom. Suffering is often part of the journey that eventually leads to freedom, while prayer is the discipline that undergirds the complexities of the process. As mentioned earlier, sometimes prayer takes the form of groans because of the intensity of the suffering. In Joy Unspeakable, Dr. Barbara Holmes noted that, quote, in the ship's holds, words are replaced with whispered prayers and nonverbal utterances that pointed to the place where language or silence should be. The overt, inhumane behavior demonstrated during slavery left many captives speechless, even to the point of wordless moaning. Dr. Holmes wrote, moans are the utterance of choice when circumstances snatch words and prayers from bereft lips 
As time went on, the moans from the slave ship's cargo hold lost their human sound, for there was no bodily response that could assuage or comfort, no sound that could fully express the horror. Like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Howard Thurman was a student of Gandhi and embraced the spirit of nonviolence, dealing with the societal evils of racial injustice. They both knew that fistfights, paying tit for tat, and cursing those who curse you would not bring freedom, deliverance, or healing. The spiritual power that would resurrect justice was accessed on bended knees. The spirit behind the rugged knees that tamped the soil in the midst of sugarcane fields is the same spirit behind knees that are calloused by carpeted and wood floors, linoleum and high-rise office buildings and storefront churches and marble tile in towering cathedrals and designer showrooms. The laborious and poignant prayers of our ancestors carried them amid perilous times. Prayer was their sanity and their lifeline to internal peace. Likewise, prayer is our lifeline to contentment. Our world is not going to change in a day, and it requires spiritual tenacity for us to experience peace. Yes, we want to see our nation changed. We want gun violence to cease, human trafficking to stop, and racism to be eradicated. But the greatest asset we have is our knees. No, we are not to sit on the sidelines in complacency. We must remember the power of praying saints. In prayer lies the exousia and the donimus power of the almighty, omnipotent God. To this very point, Dr. Holmes quoted Dr. Thurman, when people under siege face the power within, they uncover a bottomless resourcefulness that ultimately enables the person to transform the spear of frustration into the shaft of light. Ultimately, our God-given power within catapults us into being agents that contribute to the healing of the land. It does not take a scientist to calculate the freedom transformation formula that Yahweh spoke so clearly to King Solomon. It is simply humility plus prayer plus repentance equals healing. Humility plus prayer plus repentance equals healing. One may ask, how long? The answer, not long. If we just pray, we must pray. This is our resource that never dissipates. It is our energizer. It is the source that enables us to be the light that God has called and ordained us to be before the foundations of the world. We are the light of the world and we cannot hide that light. It is a gift from holy God. So let your light shine that others may see God and glorify him. Your light makes this old world a better place. In addition to addressing social injustices, Dr. Thurman was committed to reinforcing the disciplines of teaching and learning. As a professor, he sought to impart the developmental stages of the faith that were transformative in his own life and that would become so in the lives of his students and those he served in the community. He was persistent in his pursuit of God. He knew that intimacy with the Creator empowered and equipped disciples of the kingdom. 
He was not selfish in his pursuit of God, but desired that others pursue a relationship with God as well. In the prayer on page 141, Barbara pens this where she writes, in talking with God, she writes, God, even though suffering is not something I'm excited about encountering, I realize it can be utilized to draw me closer to you. Help me, God, to understand the spiritual development process and let me not grow weary in the process of formation because I know you will protect me in all situations. I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. And God speaks to us saying, My dear child, I know my ways can be a little strange and ungraspable at times, but always remember my ways are high and beyond comprehension to finite human minds. My infinite thoughts are ingrained in the heavenly realm. Do know that I desire for you to be at peace in the midst of adversity. Remember, I am Emmanuel, God, with you. In and throughout every challenging situation, I will never leave you, my precious one. You are very special to me. Yes, my love can be strange to humanity. My love is often enveloped with difficulties. I chasten those I love. In my word, I inform you that just as my son suffered, so will you. So don't think it's strange when you fall into temptation, but know that the trying of your faith develops patience. Do let patience have its way and know that I am always with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. So continue to pray during adverse times and watch me deliver you. God's words to us, of course, that she writes are strewn with biblical references, which she cites in the entire portion here. So this book, Soul Care in African-American Practice, is not just a lovely witness to 10 individuals, strong in the faith, mentors for us, but it also guides and leads us toward the heart of God. I recommend this book to anyone who is seeking solace and the comfort of God. And until next time, I wish you blessing and peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.